stuff, kid. All I gotta say is, Portland can't say shit. President and Gorilla FC President Cameron Collins. What How's it going? Is up, everybody. Uh, I'm doing good. Just got back from a month on the road and uh, I think 28 days, and I'm excited to be sleeping in my own bed. I was going to say that's not a hotel lobby in the background. No, it's, that looks it's like not. your house. <laughs> uh, hotel lobby's cleaner than my house right now, but that's okay. And uh, I wonder how Steve's doing. Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Steve. Yeah, Steve. Yeah. I don't know how Steve's doing. I, the the door the uh, doorman slash valet guy Jaeger and I follow each other on Instagram now though. So uh, Jaeger, yeah, that was his name. We're buddies. It's funny. I guess I, he, I bet he's fun to go out. He with. doesn't drink now, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> I want to know that story to be named Jaeger. <laughs> had too many, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad Steve is doing well and Jaeger. Uh, you know who also is doing well? Who's that? Get into our scuttlebutt. The Tacoma Defiance. Ooh, yeah. Start with some positives. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, well, they won the division, right? Yeah. I didn't know there was divisions. I thought they had conferences, but they won that. But they more importantly clinched the playoffs at the number one seed right now. Uh, they do have – let me see. I pulled up their sketch. They have a match coming up against Real Monarchs, the Real Monarchs, on the 26th in two days when we play. Nice. Uh, and I was looking at what they've done this season, just looking at their schedule, and I missed that they had lost uh, just on the 15th uh, to Minnesota, uh, to MNUFC. God, it always makes me want to say, like, Manchester United. Yeah, me um, too. They lost 2-1. Yeah, they lost 2-1 there, but I, I missed that when I was – coming through because i was like damn they haven't lost in a minute they other than that they hadn't lost a match since april april 17th against white caps wow it shows what a difference yeah, it makes when uh you move from usl and you have these young players playing against 30 year olds to now when they are uh, down in the um the lower mls next league mm-hmm yeah, no, so uh, congrats to the Tacoma Defiance kicking kicking ass. Um, I want to mention that there's a player on, on the Defiance that possibly we should think about calling up, getting a contract to. Before we His talk about that, Marlon let's say why we oh. think we should call him up. Because, oh, you want to talk about the – you want to go – so good news, Tacoma Defiance, bad news, Christian rolled yeah, on. Yeah, we got some bad news about okay. Christian. Okay. So a little uh, spoiler, uh, I, I said Marlon Vargas. <laughs> so that's who I think should maybe be called up for <laughs> Christian Roldan, who, uh, as we found out, most of us, including myself, didn't know until basically kickoff uh, that he basically had sports hernia, right? That's the layman, what he had? Yeah. I, I, it, yeah right. Spencer said the name in it, but I, I in the press conference, but it was something weird. You get to tell me, Allie. Weird, like, you get to tell me, Allie. Yeah. So – 
too many pelvic pelvic rotations and thrusts uh is what the definition of whatever that medical term of it was so uh calm down christian but unfortunately he had to undergo surgery and he's in recovery now for four to six weeks mm, that's painful. so we all know that painful especially leading into a portland match yeah and who right now is our probably two important most important players on the team when we play portland especially probably Rui diaz and christian rolled on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Formerly the Aussie Deuce combination oh. taking over the whole entire field, yeah, but can't, can't. that's pretty much our like for like now. Yeah, I mean Aussie Deuce were <laughs> Aussie Deuce one player uh, were amazing. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it, it's rough. Um, you know, I think we have better replacements now than maybe we did back in those days because you have someone like Rusnak and Leva and whomever else to step up. But uh, you think? then maybe we should bring up a little guy from Tacoma Defiance. Hell yeah, man. Midfielder, right? Leads the team in duels with 169. So he knows how to win balls, 50% of them to be exact. Well, to be exact, 49.7, but we're rounding here. Uh, 12 goals as a midfielder and six assists. So he's helped put in 18 goals in this campaign while still playing defense in this midfield. His pass completion percentage is 80% as well. And that isn't always indicative of your pass, right? That's just who received it. And if they, yeah. if they weren't able to complete it, right? So um, playing with a lot of youth and, and on the field with him, maybe you have higher quality teammates. Maybe that percentage just goes higher. So he's definitely got some quality. He's been with the organization how long? I remember you looked this yeah, up. Yeah, I think 2018, I want to say. So he's been with us 18? for some time. Yeah, so what do you think about those stats and my thoughts? I mean, it's hard for me to truly get a grasp because it's, it's it's you know, a, a second or third tier league now and not uh, – or a third or fourth tier, I should say, and not uh, USL. But uh, that's pretty great. Um that would be a huge addition to the midfield. Do you think he would slot up and immediately be able to play, or do you see him as com- someone coming off the bench? Because we do have, uh, you know, Leva and mm-hmm. and Atencio, who isn't on the injury report, so I don't know what's going on with him. But uh, and players like that, yeah. Well, they have first team experience in minutes this season. I would I would be very surprised if we did if, if Marlon Vargas does get signed. Um, which I want because I want to see it and we have the room for it. Um, I don't think you'd be starting. No, but I like the option to say, Hey, if we didn't bring them up there, it doesn't matter if we have the same players that we already have yeah. available yeah. in the midfield. So say we do and say he kicks ass, right? Maybe he is going to do some Obed Vargas type stuff, right? Yeah. Um, you never know. You don't know. You don't know if you don't try. So considering the fact that we're down arguably our uh, overall, probably our best midfielder, box to box. And yes, he plays on the right, but we saw in the uh, Real Salt Lake match that he went back to the midfield because of the situation we're in right now. So um, if that's where he was going to play against LA Galaxy before he had to go under, undergo surgery, then that's the clearly the spot that Schmetzer is looking to find the fix to. And I like Leva. I think he played really well uh, in the last two in the last match. 
um, in the minutes he's had coming back. But I don't see him helping us go through the playoffs if we get there, it, or maybe even getting to the playoffs, unless he just continues to game by game get better and better, which they very well could. I could be wrong there, but yeah. I just think it's exciting. Yeah, and uh, he seems like a player that definitely could find his way into the first team next year at the at the very least. You know, um, uh, not maybe starting, but on the first team mm-hmm. roster. So that's this could be like September call ups in the MLB right now, yeah, right? You I get, love that. You get <laughs> Christian's like creating a spot available to like, hey, come up, play with us for a couple months, and let's see what you can do. Maybe you stick through the playoffs. That's great. Let's do but, it. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Christian is a, a huge, huge. Uh, it's a gut punch. <laughs> it is. It <laughs> is. And uh, I'm sorry. You know, and it, one thing that I think is worth noting about Marlon though is that he is playing lesser competition. So I don't think you get the same. I, I look at his stats the previous years where they weren't quite as high, um, and maybe that's more indicative of where he would be. Uh, a little bit higher, I'm sure, as he develops each year. But we know that development isn't uh, linear or exponential. It goes up and down, up and down. So he seems to have really taken a tick up. But uh, something that I saw the other day was that uh, Jacksonville has a new soccer team that has joined MLS Next rather than USL because rumor has it that MLS is going to be forming a second-tier league someday soon to replace USL, mm-hmm. which this could be the beginning of Pro-Rel. Promotion and relegation. Foundation of Pro-Rel. So yeah. um, I think Pro-Rel is something that we are very far away from, but this could speed it up from, say, 30 years to 10 years because you can't ask someone to pay, like, nearly a billion dollars for a stadium and a club and then be like, okay, you're demoted. <laughs> right, yeah. Huh, that's interesting. Jacksonville, too. God, I would hate to play in the weather of the South during our season, mm, yeah. which is just like basically deaf hot for that entire, and everything's getting hotter. Yeah. I mean, New Orleans, I think probably could support a team. They have a uh, maybe PDL team below USL, a level um, team, the Jesters. And I was hoping to see them when I was there, but they had just finished their season the in Jesters. July. Yeah, the NOLA Jesters. Uh, they, That's cool. The uniforms are all uh, green and purple, too, which, I would assume. Yeah, which is yeah. really cool. But, uh, you know, I think when you're there, it's it was 90 degrees with 90% humidity. So, no, thank and you. then one day, uh, actually, we were in Lafayette and drove down there, and my car was three blocks away, and my clothes were soaked through in those three blocks because it was raining so hard that like my my shirt was like stuck to my body because of the rain. oh i thought you were going to say that was sweat no. oh yeah no, but it was if it wasn't raining <laughs> yeah no that happens too so so yeah those southern teams unless they can get That's an indoor stadium like atlanta um which which is interesting that we set that i think we set the stage for that in some ways i you know i was reading in uh the book that we've both been revisiting uh mike gastineau's uh Beautiful masterpiece. Authentic masterpiece. Authentic masterpiece. Authentic. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, how the league didn't want it to be a in a football stadium and wanted us to build our own soccer-specific stadium. But can you imagine if we had done that and then didn't have enough seats? After the vote? Yeah, it would have been horrible. Yeah, that that and after the, the vote of getting, what, 300,000 Washington soccer voters to help get that stadium built. Yeah. <laughs> 
to not actually play in it. <laughs> it would piss, piss them yep. off. Yep. So, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, but uh, yeah, I um, I think we did it right here in Seattle, and I think we're gonna keep doing it right. Just maybe not this season. I we have a question from our one of our OG listeners on our Discord oh, yeah. Discord link in the show notes. Join the party. Uh, so Rick actually has a few, but I'm gonna say the ones uh, pertaining to LA Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about that, and then and then I think we should take. Uh, a break after LA Galaxy and just do our uh, little transition to Portland and our playoff chances. We're going to run through uh, every remaining match and kind of go through what we think is going to happen and see where our points line up. Right. And if that makes the the playoff line, which right now looks to be around 45-ish, 46, um, based on a lot of computer estimates, because the West is helping us out right now. That's for sure. Yeah, somehow um, we've hung around, our run of form. <laughs> even though we keep playing not well. Yeah, so after LA Galaxy, we sit at eighth, just below the line, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Do I have that right? Yep. All right. That's one point in our last possible nine. Now, this match was, uh, we started in a three-five-two, which we brought back from last season's dominance. Uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, you know I'm a big uh, proponent of it. Um, and I tweeted out after the game, Oh, surprise, surprise. We play well when we're in a 3-5-2. It's too bad we didn't have an entire season where we played that <laughs> that uh, formation to find out that we were good at it. Um, you snarky SOB. Yeah, I got some pushback from people saying, like, but they figured us out, which maybe they did, or maybe it was coaching, or, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to – I don't know enough about coaching to throw that back on Schmetz. I know he listens to the show, and we don't want to um, – offend him in any way uh yeah but how come you never come on schmetz yeah maybe one day man (laughs) it is hard to get any of those folks on let me tell you uh, how many conversations i've had with garth lagerway where he says he's going to join me for a podcast and then alex caulfield just never schedules it they they use they use him as the bulldog so we gotta tell al remind alex that i my family's from yorkshire as well and maybe that he'll have some brotherly maybe that'll help but uh yeah uh i Obviously, it didn't go so well in the beginning, right? No, it's pretty disgusting. And I, well, we go down two goals, uh, terribly, terribly defended. Um, Not, not fluky goals either. That was just like, what are, what are we doing? Ariaga, and was Ariaga or Yamar on that on that first First goal where we basically had our entire defensive line was back. Ariaga just standing there and watching Chicharito go by him. So I guess an argument is, even though it's a three-five-two, right? When we're playing defensive, it's a five-man back line. Did we have too many defenders to decide who to mark? Because Chicharito is good technically; he is not a physical specimen anymore. So he's not going to blow by anybody. We had time to mark. We had time to to push and nudge and to and to prevent that. That was bad. Yeah, it was pretty awful. I mean, I I think it's something we've seen from Ariaga time and time again. This the season over the past few years where uh, he simply, even though he plays for Ecuador, uh, you know, he's on the national team. There's times where it just seems like he is not where he's supposed to be, or um, maybe has the ball hit his hand and have it go in the goal. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Yeah. He's definitely, I think last year in particular, he had a lot of hobby brain farts. Um, 
this year, I think he's played pretty well. But as of late, especially with this glaring one, yeah, I do. I do see them coming resurfacing. Um, so, should we? What is a handball? That's another thing that uh, Rick from our our Discord says. What What's a handball? So that makes me feel like Rick thinks that was a little too harsh, which was my initial reaction. Yeah, uh, they broke it down. I woke up. Yeah, I woke up and I feel like uh, it's it was the right call. Yeah, to me, it, what, what do you? Yeah, think? to me, it was clearly a handball. Um, his hand was in an unnatural position. That's the only question. It doesn't matter that uh, he um, didn't have a time to react. If his hand's not in that unnatural position, then he has time to react. So uh, they they broke the argument to that is though you jump up in the air, your arms his arm bring you up, right? So that would be technically natural. No, be weird to just pogo. It's not natural and for soccer. You're not supposed to use your arms to jump. So, I mean, they broke it down on um, the MLS soccer guys that break it down each week, uh, Andrew Wiebe and Wiebe. Charlie Davies, and made it very clear that it was an obvious handball. They even laid out the rule and uh, in the rule book, and it was a handball. Uh, it sucks. Uh, it it takes away all the goodwill from the which we haven't even talked about yet the the three goal comeback, and um, I think if if we had pulled out that win, maybe I'm a little more positive moving forward. Maybe I'm at where you seem to be at, which is that we saw the improvement we needed, and good things are to come. Uh, but for me, I can't get past the fact that we blew it at the end again. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, um, halftime happens. Schmetz does his thing in that locker room. Yeah, I don't... And it's an entirely different team. What is it about Schmetz and, of course, Pete Carroll that they have the ability to just be geniuses at halftime? Seahawks and the Sounders can make amazing changes at halftime that change the game. Unfortunately for the Seahawks of late, it seems to be when they're down too many points, and neither of them seem to be able to make the changes in game. Right. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is. Um, maybe it's a different skill set to do it on the fly. Maybe when you're at halftime, you have that, those few minutes to, to not only rouse the players, but actually break down what you had seen. Maybe you have someone looking at film. I don't know, but it, 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 it wow. Schmetz can get them going. Well, certainly with soccer and I could be wrong, but certainly with soccer, it's a lot easier to tell your entire team how things should be happening and what you should be doing, what to be looking out for, what the goal is um, during halftime, not during the run of play. The clock doesn't stop unless it's uh, 95 degrees or, or something mm-hmm. to do a water break, but the clock doesn't stop. You usually tell your sub or whoever's running along the line to communicate to the rest of the team, or you're just shouting as loud as you can, but you're not getting full attention either, right? So that's the kind of difference between that and, and football, American football. At least the offense comes off the field and you go yell at them on the bench for a second. So I think that's where Schmetzer really does um, some amazing work is being able to, in that 10 minutes that they have in the room together, to really lay it out and say, this is what we've been doing wrong. This is what we need to do. Clearly, that's got to be what he's doing because it's very consistent that we come out a better team in the second half of games. What is really um, important I, I find from the second half was that we didn't just score a goal. Uh, we scored three yeah. goals. We haven't had a multi-score game since Colorado, I think. No, that was the first, first so, time this season that we've come back from a two-goal deficit. 
Yeah. So that says a lot to me and that we did that without Christian Roldan, who we've been playing with recently. And, and we got to keep saying it because it's the season is showing how important JP is. Mm. Uh, and we did it without JP. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Rui Diaz looked great. Um, knew who knew uh, who looked great. Remember, knew who actually did well with the great. ball at his feet, especially on that. Uh, was it the 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 second goal where he mm-hmm. where he passes it out to the left to a wide open uh, Nico, who then crosses it. Across. Who's wide open because because of yeah. who's running yeah. with the ball, yeah. Yeah. and then crosses crosses he crosses it straight to the head of Rui Diaz for that for that second goal, the game time goal. Yeah, no, that was that was fantastic. Well, and the first one was uh Rui Diaz. Wow, yeah, right. it was it was uh Jordan Morris makes a run on the left side. Uh and rather than passing it uh to him, Rui Diaz holds it and passes it to the the, the second runner, which is of course uh, Streak and Rowe. Yeah, Kellen Rowe. And uh that's something that is usually what Roldan does, but it's from the other side, from left to right. Uh and mm-hmm. we've seen time and time again the Sounders score by passing it to the second runner rather than the first because the first runner pulls him up. But we haven't seen it as much lately. So I was actually kind of excited that they did it. And then perfect shot from Rowe, um, you know, curling into the box, uh, through the box into the goal. And there's just nothing the keeper could have done. It was awesome. Yeah, that's his most clinical goal, I think, probably. And this is now his second year with us. Yeah. for the home, the homeboy. So I think that was just a great team goal there. I think the second goal was a great team goal, and and third, Jordan, third goal, yeah, it was just a nice little dink and dunk. <laughs> it, nice little dink and dunk. Um, don't miss that one. I think would would you say uh, off mic? Wando. Uh, if he had missed that, it would have been a Wando. <laughs> yeah. Wando miss. Wando against Belgium in the uh, when the ball's just just right in front, of it. just sitting there, and all you got to do is tap yeah. it in, uh, and then maybe uh, USA beats Belgium. But uh, nope. Yeah, so I think getting those three goals and effectively the win at that point um, makes me feel like there we haven't, which I never really feel like we were getting there. I, I was always under, the, I was going to assume we're making the playoffs and until we don't. Mm-hmm. When we don't, when we're mathematically out for the first time ever, that's when I'll believe it. But it was looking pretty dire straits there um, for the past few weeks. And seeing that, reminded me that we are the Seattle frickin' Sounders. Now, with that hobby heat we had in the beginning of this little segment, um, I do have to say, yes, it was a handball, but I don't really fault him too much yeah, for that yeah. particular play. I, I, right? um, I think the only reason it's frustrating is because he, it, you know, the first goal was was arguably on him, and it if that hadn't happened, then you're like, yeah, whatever. It, there's nothing he could have done, mm-hmm. right? There's nothing he could do in that situation. There's no way he could have moved his hand fast enough. Um, but it was, you know, it was a handball. Um, Fry doesn't have, and it's not his fault. I think it's just statistics uh, catching up with him. But Fry doesn't have the magic at saving penalties that he used to have. Um, and it's because penalties are impossible to save anyway. So his his early Sounders career magic, I think, is just, caught up with him and now it's evening out to where it should be. Yeah. Also, also I mean, I, I, mean arguably, I, I just, I just hope for the best, but expect the worst with those as we all. Should yeah. But, but arguably he's had to change his, not arguably, definitely he's had to change his style of 
uh, saving penalties because he comes off the line on every single penalty. And so uh, he's going to save it and it's going to get called back. We've seen that multiple times throughout his career. Um, and yeah, uh, fairly recently, actually, I forget which match it was, but yeah, know, and it, when he did save it and he was, yeah, it was an important match too, because it was, it was definitely in, uh, I, I don't know. I don't even remember. My brain doesn't go back far. I caught COVID. Remember? I don't, my, my, I don't remember that kind of stuff. I can tell you where I was on some random date in 1996, but, uh, <laughs> don't even get me started on, uh, recent games. Huh? Um, but yeah, so, you know, it hurts. Uh, but if the team can, can keep that fire going and, and finally realize that, yeah, this is, we're a good team. They should know that, but apparently they forgot. Uh, Mm -hmm. maybe we are going to make the playoffs. Well, that leads right into maybe we should take a break and talk about Portland and the remaining matches and see if we're going to make the playoffs. Let's do it. place that has ruined my birthday time and time again because they seem they used to be that pride weekend seattle's pride weekend they would always play down there in years past um and i would always end up getting um really upset because we would get our butts kicked understandably but then double down it's your it's your birthday week right yeah that sucks. I my last time I went down there was my bachelor party. Uh, that's what I wanted. I wanted a sporting event away, and most financially feasible for everybody was an MLS game. Right, not going. Seahawks have to travel to LA is like the closest. So uh, we all went down there, which that was a blast. And that was when Clint Dempsey brought us back to that. What was it four four mm-hmm. draw? On it was a hundred degrees when the, the match got moved like three or four hours. Uh, it was brutal but that was one of the uh, few i, I wasn't had, at and right as he headed in the game tying goal at the end uh this one yeah my in, <laughs> i'm waving my hand in front of my face my internet cut out no and way so i didn't see it uh, <laughs> i was screaming uh, and i didn't see it <laughs> brutal yeah well if it makes you feel better i was loaded so i didn't really see it <laughs> you don't remember it. <laughs> so, uh yeah i remember the highlights but uh, so let's let's talk about it. What 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 did they look like uh, as of late? They Dropped just got trounced. They, yeah, and they just got trounced though. Yeah. I think uh, by uh, Kansas City yeah. in the culture. But Kansas City seems to be better than they've been re- of of late, right? Like uh, I don't know what it is. They, they something has changed. I don't know if they've gotten some back. Some of their injured players. I mean, they they were missing two DPS. So. Uh, I'm glad to see that Portland loses, but uh, other than that, I think a lot of draws, right? Uh, yeah, most in the league, 12. Um, and they were on a pretty big streak, actually. So they lost to Toronto uh, prior to that 3-1. So in the last two matches, they've scored two goals. And the Kansas City one was 
consolation of all consolation goals, 90-something minute. But Toronto 3-1, Kansas City 4-1. So that's giving up seven in the last 180 minutes and only scoring two. But before that, it was draw against Dallas, draw against Nashville, draw against Minnesota. They beat San Jose. Congratulations. Draw against Vancouver. They beat us. Draw against Nashville. Win against Houston. Also a terrible team. Win against Colorado. All right. And draw against Portland. Then they lost to Miami. So that was May 28th, their their last loss before Toronto. Draw against Portland. Are we talking about? Wow. Sorry. 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 Dragons LA Galaxy. What is happening? <laughs> well, they they, were, they had two home games in a row. I was, I was scrolling up. So I was just looking on uh, on that. It was Portland, Portland. And then, okay. Yeah, My bad. I mean, uh, LA Galaxy. You know, uh, part of me goes, last time we played them, they kicked our butts. Granted, it was up mm-hmm. here. But still, they, they demolished us in that game. But also, uh, when Jackson was on the show. Jackson Feltz of Sports Radio 950 KJR, actually now 93.3 FM KJR, uh, Jackson pointed out that had they given a yellow card that was deserved in the first half, they get a red card before we do, and suddenly everything changes. And we're up a man, and we go on to win that game most likely. So uh, little things in the game, I guess, can make a huge difference. Butterfly effect, and I and I I remember Jackson telling us that, and I don't disagree with him. I think there's just a lot of variables there, right. um, but he's he's not wrong, right? Right, that does lead to a red, and that changes the, the mean, whole game. If Randy Johnson hadn't blown it in the 1995 playoffs versus Cleveland, then the Mariners probably would have gone to the World Series. So you know. We can we can make all sort of butterfly <laughs> effect changes. Great film with Ashton Kutcher, by the way. Yeah, the second one. Not- uh, oh, I don't even. I'm, I'm just joking. I don't even see the first one. <laughs> I, <laughs> but, I heard it's good. I haven't seen it either, to be honest. Even though I'm a oh, Portland right. fan. Um, but yeah. What, what do you think? So back to Portland. What are you thinking about they, they've been terrible of the last two games, and they were on a really good run before that. Yeah. So I, I'm actually not quite sure. We do have a good record. Um, at their place since 2018. So that's good, I guess. But we're both in a weird spot. Um, we're both, we make the playoffs. They, I think they've made the playoffs more than they haven't. And, and they're generally a pretty tough team against anybody. But um, there's a, it's just throw, it's throwing dice when we, when we play each other. And so I don't really know what's going to happen here. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna probably. I'm gonna be there. I want it to be a win. I'm gonna say it's a draw. Mm. Mm. That's what I think about Portland and and us. I, what do you think? I, you know, maybe I'm a pessimist because of all the times I've been down there and we've done things like started Showery Joseph forward in the playoffs. Uh, maybe it's all the times they've ruined my birthday. Maybe it's that we're missing Roldan, who is crucial, crucial to beating them. Uh. I hate to say this. I think we're going to lose. I think really? I think they're okay. fired up. I think it's their chance to uh, win the Cascadia Cup with a that's true. That is a, on the line with a draw or a win. Portland would end up. That's a low airplane. I don't know if you can hear it over the mic, but uh, with a draw or a win, Portland would clinch the Cascadia Cup. We we need to win out. Um, well, 
we either need to destroy Portland and then tie Vancouver or win out in order to win the Cascadia Cup. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, they only have one game left, so Vancouver's eliminated. And when you say to destroy, that means for goal differential purposes, because we'd end in a tie if we beat Vancouver right. or draw Vancouver. Yeah, and and I think uh, Portland's, don't quote me on this, I don't have in front of me, I think their goal differential is like plus four, and we are at plus one. So that means like a four nothing or five nothing win. Yeah, well, uh, back to Rick in the Discord and his multi-question question. Can we get seven goals this time against them? <laughs> we did score last when when we beat them. What was it? Five two. That more goals that if, if we don't count LA Galaxy. Is that more goals than we've scored in the last two months combined? <laughs> that is probably true. Um, don't I don't really want to look that up no, actually. But, you're, but uh, you know. so if we could, if our our team shows up, right, right. If we look like how we did against LA Galaxy, I think LA Galaxy is a better team. Than than Portland, I think we uh, we scored five last year. Why not score seven this time? So maybe. Uh, and as final thing, while we're talking about Portland, uh, should Sounder should Sounders fans give MP Merritt Paulson their money Friday? I don't know what he really means by that. Buying tickets, I guess. Um, buying. Um, well, I'm not. Thanks for your tickets, man. <laughs> up in the stadium. Um, I mean, yeah, try not to buy concessions. You know, you're supporting your team. Um, and I, I think it's fine for us to to talk about it. And uh, we've talked about it before, right? That uh, about everything that we yeah, on we brought it up. But, we could not bring it up yeah, when that but, news was dropping. But I think uh, while we while we support uh, Timbers Army, unless they asked us to do that. Um, I don't think that's necessary, but but it is hard. Well, what was his dad? The uh, yeah, whatever at Fort Knox. I don't he think was, I don't the think Fed. the few thousand dollars right. from Sounders fans concessions or tickets is really gonna really help him out. So I think it would really help other people that well it doesn't drops in a bucket. Yeah, but dad, there's people that his dad ran the Fed. work for the organization that are good. He's very that, very rich. Uh, very very rich um so yeah go buy a beer if you're down there not a big deal it's good for you um all right so i'm gonna record uh jot down i should say we are recording but i'm gonna jot down our prediction so i have a draw realistically obviously i'm hoping for a win yeah i'm hoping for a win too too. but 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 you said loss yeah i just the the way they played us last time they're gonna want to knock us out of playoffs run uh this playoff run um you know, they've missed the playoffs before we haven't. They're going to be up for the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's at Portland. Uh, that, with my prediction, that puts us at 34 points. And with a loss, obviously, we're sticking at 33. So we're going to go then five days later to Orlando. Mm-hmm. Hot Central Florida. What do you think about that? They're not doing too bad. No, they, they, it is the Eastern Conference, they, but they're not doing too bad. They've played pretty great lately. Uh, they're just out of the playoffs at this point, but they were solidly at like fourth or fifth just a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, the whole conference is almost in the playoffs. Right, it's if, the if, only if, team one week after the other. Uh, I think Chicago's in second to last place, and they're only five points out of the playoffs. So, uh, <laughs> only the last place team has been eliminated. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hard, right? They've been scoring a lot of goals. I think they've had like a 4-4 draw, 2-2 draw, a couple close games. Um, but this is a win, right? Like, you have to win. Marking it, I 100% agree. 
I think the travel five days later. I mean, Portland, they'll be home a few hours yeah, later, right? You're They're going home there. It's not much. It's not even really a road. You're <laughs> sleeping in your own bed. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but still going uh, cross pretty much the second longest flight we can take yeah. um, in MLS um, is Orlando. So uh, maybe that has a, something to do with it, but I agree. Win. Okay, let's move on to the next one. At home against Houston. Do we really need to dissect that one very much? No. I mean, if it were in Houston, I would say uh, we might be in trouble. But uh, no, that's that's a win. Okay, I agree. I put that down too. That puts us at, through the next three matches, 40 points. Again, the red line guesstimation is mid-40s, mid 45, 46, something around there. Uh, you have met 39. Austin at home at Lumen. This is a tough one for me. Austin has been super solid. Um, of late, last few games, I think they've dropped uh, some points that they could have picked up over the last, uh, like when I was, uh, I almost went when I was in Austin, and then I decided not to, um, and they ended up giving up. That would have been a fun yeah, match, Yeah, they right? gave up a late goal to San Jose to, to draw in like the 89th minute or 90th minute. So uh, it was it was pretty wild. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go, ah, this is tough because they're so good. Draw. I'm going to say draw. Okay. I'm looking at their goal differential right now. Even though they have the tied for the most goals in the league at 55 with, of course, LAFC, who have clinched, uh, they have a goal differential of 19. So it's positive, but they've still given up 36 goals. We have given up 34, and we're in – whoa, man, we're in ninth place. I said eighth earlier. apologize, everybody. Um, so they are susceptible to buckling the net. Uh or allowing us to buckle their net. Obviously, they can buckle the net too. 55 goals. So, that means we can score, but they're probably going to score against us. Yeah, I'm going to go with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with the draw. We're at home. We got we to gotta, we gotta perform there. But, you know what? No. I think it's a loss. Realistically. Yeah. I don't know why I just jumped right from draw to loss, but me. I'm just thinking about it. Wouldn't shock me. The last, the last few matches I've been to in Lumen, we've lost. We haven't made that thing a fortress in years, it feels like. Um, no, it seems to have lost some of that I, magic. Yeah. So a couple years. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a loss just to be realistic because uh, I we were on a on a run there yeah. of three unbeaten. Okay, four unbeaten technically. L. A. Vancouver up in the beautiful city of Vancouver, BC place. You'd think easy win. You'd think, well, Vancouver sucks. Of course we're going to win. Uh, they are our friendly neighbors for the north that we don't really dislike because they're bad. Uh, they've always been bad, and they'll always be bad. But guess what? <laughs> they're ahead of us in the standings, and lately they've been pretty good, especially at home. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm picking Vancouver to win. I hate to say it. Ooh, ouch. I wouldn't go that far. I would say a draw, though. Um they are a negative 14 goal differential yeah. to our positive one that you mentioned. Yeah. So we absolutely should have a multi-score game there. However, it's a Cascadia match rivalries road. And I'm a little burned from last trip, year but... when we gave away the number one seed by losing at Vancouver. I was in a suite at the game. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. It was uh, one of the first times that Americans could freely across, go across the border. I had to go get, 
my COVID test to show that I was clean within three days or whatever. And then um, uh, there was like no one at the border <laughs> because no one was going back yeah. and forth. So they walked, nice. yeah, it was awesome. Coming back though, they only had one gate open because there'd been no one and it was everyone coming back from the Sounders game. So um, <laughs> it's, that took like three hours, but uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome except for we lost. Otherwise it was a really cool experience. We actually had gotten a suite for the previous year that got canceled because of COVID, so it rolled over until that year. They gave us a bunch of free stuff. But We should have planned this out a little bit more. We would have been up there in a suite in uh, a few weeks. Yeah, maybe we, we can make it happen. Maybe. I don't want to say that. All right. So that, that of I, course... I, I say draw because of what, what you were kind of mentioning of last year. It's kind of yeah. bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, and and that away of course trip means variables. both of us have Portland winning the Cascadia Cup. I hate to say it, but... Oh, no, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I guess we do. All right, uh, back at home against Cincinnati. You know, Cincinnati's been super good this year. Um, I think they're another one of those teams that has been near the top of the East, but they might be just outside the playoffs right now. Uh, They have had some tough games, some close wins, some close losses lately, and a couple big games. Um, But... um, this is at Cincinnati? No, they're coming they're here. They're coming here? All right, we're going to win. Mm-hmm. We're going to win. I say so, too. And they're they're in the same kind of position in terms of uh, right, the playoff position as we are, but uh, I, they can't hold a straw to us, I don't think, um, at home. If, if we're in the position where I say we, after Vancouver, would be at 41 points with three matches left, I think we're putting the pedal down yeah. if we haven't already. Yeah. Um, so that's a win. But then we go to the Blue Cauldron, uh, Kansas City. So this is a tough one for me because they've been playing well lately. I mean, they, we, they beat Portland was a 4-1, and the only goal for Portland was a 90th-minute goal from Blanco. Mm-hmm. And they've they've really picked it up the last few weeks. Um, This is also the stadium that ended Siggy Schmidt's career. Um, And that's right; it was after Casey. Yeah, I love you, Coach. I I love you, Schmidt. But if we do not win against this last place team, I think we need a repeat of that. So uh, uh, I'm picking us to win but um they've been good lately it's it's scary okay so you got us already at 49 points actually um i i'm gonna go ahead and say we lose that Mm. one um i think vermese is a I don't like him. There's so irritating. And he's the reason um, historically a lot of players won't come to the MLS because the pro referees has made clear they will ref however the MLS wants them to. And for whatever reason, his voice carries enough weight that they are willing to ref in a fashion that allows players to get hurt. Yeah, that's what I, I hate his style um, because of that in particular uh, and, and he's just got a face he's got a face yeah. you hate he's dirty and he's, he's dirty always... and, the, and after last year when they tackled rolled on and and then made jokes about it and uh did all the yeah no well and and there's also the the 
the slam. That's what I'm talking right? about. Is that what, yeah. is that what you're yeah. talking about? Oh, because that, that, that was not a soccer tackle. Yeah. <laughs> that was no. WWE. No, right? but apparently he apologized right then. afterwards. So, yeah, ever since that, that has been their downfall. Ever since then, they've been terrible. So mm-hmm. uh, the curse of the Sounders is alive in Kansas City. Yeah. But unfortunately, I'm saying we're losing. Uh, I just don't have good feelings about going there yeah. and – Something always happens. Right. However, San Jose's next. I think that is uh, we take care That's of business the there, and season. we walk away with. Uh, yep, they're at home. We are, and I think we beat them. I think we beat them handily because we will be sitting at forty-four points, needing to kind of break that barrier. Uh, I think a win happens there. We end the season with forty-seven points. What do you think? I'm going with a loss. They seem to have our number. Um, I was at the game in San Jose. Maybe I have a little bit of. Um, I don't know, PTSD from that. And also that they, the way they play, even with their new coach is just, it does not suit the way the Sounders play. Um, so I'm going with a San Jose and I hate to say this cause that's my favorite game of the year. That final game. Uh, I'm going with the uh, San Jose. Uh, win. Which puts the Cameron Sounders at 49 points still in the playoffs. Uh, your, your Sounders would finish this stretch with, Five wins, one draw, and two losses, opposed to my four, two, and two. All right, so we both make the playoffs. Yeah, I think the chances right. are. Good. I think I think what could happen is that we could drop some more points if we play like we have been, or if it wasn't an aberration and things bounce our way a little bit, maybe uh, we could make a run for one of those top seed. Not the first seed, obviously, that's not happened. But third seed, I could see us getting a third seed if we play like we did for that twenty-minute stretch in LA. Yeah, I don't. I don't even care about the seeds right now. I, I do care if we win the next three, and it's like, oh, now we can start seeing what our options are. Right. I. I, I honestly just want the streak to live. Now that we broke it down, yeah, maybe we'll make the playoffs. But there's still a part of me that thinks that we're going to find a way to uh, catch uh, defeat from the jaws of victory. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I think I think I'm complete with that. How do you feel? Yeah, for the show. I think that sounds good. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to a uh, uh, friend of the show, Logan Gilbert, uh, who today became we're friends the first major league player in baseball history to have his first twenty four pitches in a game be strikes. Well, I haven't watched the game yet. I'm not going to tell you what happened. That sounds awesome. I'm just gonna, that I'm, sounds I'm just awesome. Gonna, and I can't wait to hit play while I edit. Give a shout out as soon as we end this podcast. Give a shout out after <laughs> after. Uh, that is cool. And, and you know, of course, last night uh, losing that no hitter in the seventh was rough, but we won, so that's all that matters. I actually didn't finish oh. it <laughs> last night. We were winning, so I'm glad he told me. <laughs> I was going to watch the end of it and then watch the new one. You're only a jerk because I know you watch it late on DVR, and so I didn't talk about it all yesterday. Yeah, when I, don't, all, I don't blame you. I, I was literally watching the following it while day. I was talking to you yesterday and, and being like, I, I yeah. want to tell you what's happening. But, uh, um, yeah, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it, it's it's no one else's fault if it's the day, if it's the day later. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So we got to we gotta do our self-promote. Please, if you've liked us and you like the show, subscribe to it so we can get those download stats. That's yep. the currency of of uh, of podcasting. That makes us show up places and rating obviously helps. Wherever too. you're we listening, yeah. Get the scuttlebutt wide. So give us five stars. And, and, and 
subscribe on multiple platforms so that you your phone will download it on each of them, and then it looks like we have more downloads. <laughs> go and go buy go buy more phones. Yeah, yeah. Do, do it on your do laptop. It. Do it on your desktop. Do it on your friend's laptop and desktop. Do it on your family's phones. Uh, do it on your beeper. Uh, do it. Do your beeper. Do it, do it on your landline. Beepers make me think of ER. <laughs> do, do, do it on your wired phone in your kitchen. Remember when phones were just in the kitchen and they and you couldn't leave that little area around it. Yeah, yeah like on Roseanne. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I used to call Cube ninety three as a kid when they had you could say any three words and I'd go down there from in the kitchen to the wired phone hanging on the wall and take it off and call Cube and be like say something profound. <laughs> not really i'm sure i'm sure it was. <laughs> i did say well if one, you, if you, one time i said i'm cameron collins and uh, a bunch of people called me after that because they heard me well hey that worked you went viral for a second we also used to go on uh we call the gas man all the time on kjr or uh whatever station yeah i guess we only had kjr back then uh and talk sports and i have i have all my times i was on it recorded when i was like 10 11 12 oh that's cool <laughs> Well, if any of you guys want to say something profound, yeah. again, Discord. It's in Discord. the, it's in the I've actually show been on there. Join us. I, I, party. I, the last few days of our travels, I, I fell off. We actually didn't have internet uh, for almost, like, Jackson had very little. We had it on the Wi-Fi, but phones just cut out in the United States. You know that? You just drive in on I-90, and your phone just goes, oh, I'm not going to have reception for the next hour. Like, I mean, it is pretty much the middle of nowhere out there. I'm sorry, but... Uh, that should not be happening. There's still space satellites up there that our space phone should be able to connect to. Well, that's not how phones work. All right. <laughs> All right. So we should pull James into this show and have him take us home. Yeah. Huh? Before we do that, I just want to say I'm real happy to see you on the screen when we're in roughly the same city nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, look forward to seeing you whenever our next home game is. And we should probably tell people where to find us on social. Oh yeah, you can get me at Legal Minded Punk, all one word, on uh, Instagram and Twitters and whatever else places there are that have ads. Yeah, that have handles. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at a a r o n l a n g l e y, and of course the show Twitter is out there too, right? What's that? Oh, we never do. No, that. what is it though? We should. We should, yeah. though, at SSFC Scuttlebutt. Yeah. That makes Go sense. Follow. Why don't we? Follow. Hey, if you like the show, uh, follow us individually. Um, yeah, at SSFC, as in Sounders. Seattle Sounders Football Club. Scuttlebutt. All righty. Take it away, James. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and the best MLS team of all time. <laughs>